We're here with another episode of the Come On Man podcast, episode eight. And I got two two features, two feature guests that I truly love, like my brothers from another mother. They're my high school buddies. We've been knowing each other since middle school. I don't it's a middle school, but elementary, huh? It was it's middle school for me. <laughs> I don't know. I met you in middle school? You tried to bully me, yeah. No. <laughs> For real? Uh-huh. Okay. So I I got my two I got my two broskies in this building right now. This is a special episode and I'm pretty proud of it. And I'm pretty honored and to be in your presence right now. And I got on one side, I got my homeboy Josh Rich, Richie Rich. Hello, hello. What's they call on? they call my boy Senpai on the on the on the album. Senpai, uh DBN Dope by Nature. Or just Josh Rich. Okay, okay. And then on the other side, I got my boy Hector. They call him Han Sway, but he's he's still my big teddy bear, man. And that's my homeboy for life. Um, this is my boy Hector Salazar. What's up, my boy? What's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, um, <clears throat> this is Hector. For the record, ain't nobody ever called me Juan Say. <laughs> Juan Say, every time Alan meets me, it's a whole new nickname. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no, Hector, go uh, way back with Alan to middle school days, too. Um, well, at least that's when we were first introduced, mm-hmm. like closer in high school and stuff. But yeah, uh, happy to be here. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I appreciate y'all boys for being on the show. And then, and, you know, this is, I'll be back on the east side, back on the north shore side. Back on the east. Class 009, class of 2009. What's up? You heard? No, <laughs> right? we, we 10. We, I'm 10 over here. You 10? Yeah. Oh, I shit. He said you better yeah. come with your facts if you don't. <laughs> oh, man. But um, yeah, man. So. I like to start with I like to start the episodes with uh with some bangers with a banger question and we're gonna kick it off. So the banger question is what consistently brings you joy? Even though we all go through hell or hard times, what what the what brings you consistent joy? I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh getting a link to bite. Honestly, I truly realize after being a dad and fiending for free time, the thing that I enjoy the most is whenever <laughs> I'm able, excuse us, whenever I'm able to have some uh, quality bro time with uh, with all of my long term friends. Right. Honestly, I'm really I'm really big on that. That recharges my battery. Okay, that's what's up, Josh. Appreciate that, my brother. What about you, Hector? What consistently brings you joy, even though you go through hell and hard times? Um, I could have said something generic like family or something. So, what do I always? No, nah, hey, yeah, hey, hey. On this episode, y'all just keep it real, man. We, you, you can is is open arms on on this podcast. This is a come on man podcast for men. Just you know, safe space to say whatever you got to say and get it off your chest, man. So be safe. You need like an air horn every time you say, come on, man. I need like an air horn? Air horn. No, no, no. This is a safe space, man. So don't don't be afraid to say whatever. If you're scared, you know, you can we can stop. No, no, no. It's, it's definitely not that I'm scared. It's just I I don't know why, but I do this with everything. I overthink the most simplest questions, the most simplest decisions. 
So what, what genuinely brings me joy, even though I'm going through hell. Um, so good, man. Take your time. Take your time. You have nothing. It can be something little. It can be something little. Something little. Why did I do that, bro? Yeah, this something, is something, something little, bro. Something <laughs> nah, little. like, hey, hey man, it's just me, man. You know me. It's just me. Chill. You don't. You don't have to. We. This is, this is not an interview or an intervention. You good? Come on. What What consistently brings you joy, even though you're going through hard times and hell? What brings you joy every day? <clears throat> Damn. Well. Well, I, you know what? What brings me joy now, or like what I can think of, can bring me joy right now. Now, in the no past, in the hell. future, what? What brings you joy? What, what? What makes you wake up in the morning every day and puts a smile on your face? Okay, okay. It's gonna sound cliche, so sound cheesy, but like just just knowing the fact that that my my current situation doesn't have to be like this forever. Like it's weird, bro, because it's not it's not somebody, it's not someone, it's not something. Because I can't pinpoint to something, I would say just knowing the fact that in this experience, in this, hey, hey, we're sorry, y'all, sorry, listeners, we got dogs in the building, so we're trying to do the best we can. You know, can. What my dogs bring me joy every day when they're going through hell. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, just just knowing the fact that 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 life is a journey and that we don't have to that that this isn't permanent right now, knowing that I can change that it, that it's up to me to. To decide how I want to live my life. Free will. That brings me joy. Okay. And I'm going through hell. Free will. That's what's up. That's what's up. Free will for, for what? <laughs> See, I, I told him not to do that, and then he did it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, don't. don't he's like, I, I, this is what I'm going to say. If he asked something like that, he's like, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what my second answer was? It was yeah. anime. Analect. Anime. Anime. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. There's nothing wrong. Well, there's nothing wrong with anime. You know, everybody likes anime. Everybody likes Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Like, no matter how how hard, like, something has impacted me, I've never not been able to watch anime. What brings me joy consistently, even though I'm going through hard times in hell, um, my son, my my life, me waking up and seeing my family and stuff, um, doing, you know, having an ability to do what I love to do and having the support. You know, from my wife and things like that, and then you know, having that uh, that just that that just that uh that complete three sixty in my life, you know, going going through going through hell, going through fighting with my baby mama, going through um going to jail, uh, stealing, not uh being responsible, being irresponsible, just not not giving a fuck, you know. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. And when you were going through stuff with your baby mama, what brought you joy then? When I was going through stuff with my baby mama. Mm-hmm. When you were actually in that moment, right? Because you told us what brings you joy consistently now, but when shit was like at its roughest point, like what was something that really brought you joy on a day to day? You went through all this shit during the day, right? Mm-hmm. And then you went home and he was like, God damn, I'm happy I'm at least able to do. Um, I was happy to, to to have a bond with my son. After I've been a father and stuff like that, you know, that's my ace boo coon right there, man. That's my homie. Yeah. And um, even though I was going through hell, even though, you know, people just look at me and say, man, fuck you. And 
who are you and whatever. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, and all the shit that I was going through, I didn't, I didn't really care because I had, I had my son in the back of my mind telling me, even though he wasn't saying it because he was young, he was just kind of like, hey, you know, in my mind, I was like, and him telling me just like, hey, dad, I love you. I'm always caring about you, you know, no matter what's going on. I know you messed up in the past and whatever and stuff didn't work out with your mom uh, with my mom or whatever but um it, it, he was my constant joy every day oh, yeah, at, yeah. At, at, at once i just focused on him and just forgot about the rest uh everything became easy my marriage became easy my my life became easy um my my spouse she brings me consistent peace no matter what's going on like i don't have to do Drugs or smoke weed or drink or whatever to have a good time, because she 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 makes sure I have a good time in my life, because she know what I've been through and I told her everything, I get her everything on the table that like hey, this is well, this is what's going on in my life and you can take it or you can leave it and she she took it and she said I understand you and I, I want to be in your life and then we got married. Damn, yeah, that's special. What's no, it's just nice that, that y'all got to that point that she um it kind of sounds like you had to get to that point that she understood that and like you said this is oh yeah my life this is not necessarily take it or leave it, but like this is what i come with and are we going to make this work or not yeah 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 and no no and not just not just me having uh the downfalls or right, 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 right. or um you know what's what's the what's the shit you call not well i'll say downfalls like having baggage like bad baggage and some mm-hmm. shit, a problem baggage or whatever you want to call it. Um, she she has some defaults too. She you know she she lost her hearing at a young age. Oh wow! And she used a cochlear implants. Oh okay. To hear to hear and stuff like it's pretty cool because she can like turn off sound. And you know, I think of her as a superhero and shit like that. <laughs> it's pretty cute. But it must be peaceful. No, yeah, it's peaceful. Like she can just turn off noise and she's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. <laughs> Boop. She's like, Alan, Alan, I'm tired of you talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. She turns it off like I'm like, damn, that's a great power to have. Mm-hmm. Just to turn off sound. So I'm just talking shit. Are you motherfucker? Oh, okay. Boop. Yeah. And they just they just yapping away. But no, no, she she has she, she that's a that's a beautiful defect. And she she kinda get she trying to she kinda challenged me when we first met and she say, like, Hey, I got this issue. And I was like, Oh, what I'm thinking about some, you know, generic Girl issues she dealing with, but she said no, I, I'm deaf, and I'm like, oh shit, you're deaf, and she's like, yeah. What do you think about that? I was like, I don't know, and she was expecting me to, oh no, nah, hell no, nah, you gotta get out of my house, you you you, you yeah. fucked up, yeah, yeah you got yeah. you got a you got a the defective ear, you can't hear <laughs> nothing, you're deaf, but I know I took it, I took it with, I took it full full heart, you know, I took it full heartedly, that's that's the word. And I said, no, that's that's fine. That's cool. You know, I like your vibe. I like your energy. I like your personality. I like everything about you, right? And and I just I just took care for who she is. I didn't I didn't think about her being deaf or all the issues we're gonna be dealing with when I'm trying to talk to her because she says huh huh a lot like huh huh because she's trying to process what you're trying to say. But I I, I kind of respect that about her, and I I truly love that ability for her. You know, it, it gives me patience. It gives me, it gives me peace. It gives me uh, joy to actually, you know, learn my spouse and learn my 
my my wife in in a whole different way instead of just her having the ability to hear and all that other stuff it takes me it, it gives me it gives me full full joy to be in her presence if that makes sense that's man that's amazing that's amazing. <laughs> honestly that means that she came with a whole bunch of great qualities man what and hearing is you know that doesn't define what her personality is right, right. like that's amazing because you wouldn't be saying that if she wasn't just uh, amazing on all other fronts. No, no, man, she's she's my world, man. She's my world, and I I, I do anything for her. Like, man, she she treats me like a rich. She treats me like a rich man, bro. Even though I'm broke sometimes. Oh man, and you know we pay our bills, and I got no money. She treats me like I'm royalty, bro, and it's crazy. And it tripped me out, and I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, this can't be true. But it, it is true, you know. There, there are good women out there in the field, even though the dating world is trash right now. It's garbage. Can I yeah. tell a bad story? <laughs> please, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm, I'm making, I'm making my boy Hector nah. about to cry over. You good? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go I'm ahead. Good. I'm a, I'm a lightning because that, that is amazing. Like honestly, what you literally said is what every man, you know, uh, wishes for. Yeah, it's what they really want. And after talking to a lot of dudes, it's amazing that you're the only dude that ha- I've ever heard say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, like about that girl. So that's amazing. Yeah, man. I, I, I do, you know, like I said, I do anything for her. And a lot of men can't do that, man, for some reason. Or a lot of men just, you know, bow down to the wife and let the wife wear the pants in the relationship. Or they trying to have that, that, that power of, you know, stepping up to the plate. And then they don't fully get there. They get like halfway, put like one toe on the plate, and then be like, "Oh, I'm a man," but they're not really a man. They just kind of just, "Oh, I'm I'm in a relationship with this woman, but I don't I don't feel like myself." And that, if that makes sense, and they want control, but they don't want to lead. Sometimes, basically, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But uh, no, no, man, let's let's lighten up the mood, man. What about y'all, man? How's how's relationship? How's marriage? You know, it's going good. And, you know, it's um, it's definitely, it's not easy, mm-hmm. for sure. Especially, um, you know, being married for quite a few years and whatnot. It's just... Uh, How many years? How many years? Married for um, six years, going on seven. Damn, congratulations, my boy. Thank congratulations. You, you, that, hey, that's some fucking milestone, bro. Man, and you know what? There's a saying that says that, like... Um, <clears throat> Year five is always the hardest, and that's like whether the, the, the you make it or break it, and that is very very true for sure. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely tough. It's not easy. It's it's uh, it takes it takes two to tango for sure. But uh, damn, everything you said is uh, is right. You know, kind of like how you said about your girl. Um, we all have faults. We all have um, strengths, and. It just goes back to, like I said, the thing that brings you joy is the fact that your current situation doesn't have to be, um, like, we, we live in a world where we, we couldn't have been born anything. We could have been born dogs. We could have been born anything else. You know, we could have been something else, but we made the gene pool to be people, and we have free will. So just knowing the fact that your current situation don't have to be like that. So if everybody's going through any tough times or anything like that, you know, you can either, there's always a brighter side at the end of the the tunnel for sure. Hell yeah, that's what's yeah. up, man. Appreciate that. What about you, Josh? Um, How's the relationship life? Man, uh, I will get 
into that. But to piggyback off of what he just said, yeah. you know, something that I talk about all the time is that, like, you know, um, real relationships are actually tough. They're kind of <clears throat> ugly. And you, when you talk to single people, you know, what you realize is that what they say they would never put up with is in real relationships. You find out, like, you might have to wait on your partner to overcome that, like, that weird trait. Mm-hmm. And being single was easy because I feel like I was king of ejecting. Like, <laughs> oh, like, this is your one issue? Your pinky so too big? Uh, <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I'm I'm about to just move around. Oh, you, you called me three times today. I wish it was only twice. I'm moving around. <laughs> like, that was easy. But, you know, especially now that I've had a child, like, you know, trying to push through people's shortcomings, you realize is... Um, is actually tough, right? Like, it's actually really hard. It's really ugly. And it's, you know, I could say everything is going good because holistically, you know, it still is a beautiful thing. I'm in a beautiful place. I am happy that my family's together. But, like, the trife that it, it takes to go through this on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be real. It's it's hard sometimes. Like, it's, it, it is crazy. Like, um, it's, strange because as friends it's easy to accept that other person's faults but it's weird with a partner it's like it is so tough like it's crazy like what do you, what do you what do you like can you give us an example like what you're dealing with that is hard um i have a yeah, lot. just go ahead and make sure we block our i'm gonna give you my girl's handle so you can block <laughs> yeah, off of this, uh. <laughs> yeah 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 no no y'all good man don't don't be afraid man y'all y'all getting shit off your chest like for real y'all getting shit shit off your chest i agree you know what i agree i agree yeah like my i I know my girl's gonna ask about it at least she may even listen to it he'll be like oh i don't know baby just never came out yeah (laughs) alan never cut it up he never uploaded what we talk about sports (laughs) (laughs) but nah like um i don't know for instance like like cleaning right like and i'm starting light right like cleaning, you meet a person who is like, I when I walked in the house, like it's like whoa, it's crazy in here. But we're just dating, so you know there's no commitment. I don't have to care about this. But when things get serious, it's like, all right, this is a real issue that I need like to overcome with you. You know, now we actually have to do it. That would have been a simple reason for me to eject, you know, uh, before. But now I had to kind of sit tight in it, and. What I realized is that after I, one, made it a point to communicate what I thought the issue was and to also lead by example without lashing out, right? Like having serious communication uh, without like speaking emotionally, you know, over time, um, things have gotten better on that front. And that's really hard to accept because... I wasn't, I was never waiting for anyone to get better before. Being single, you don't have to do that. (laughs) So it's crazy. Like, I know that sounds little. I wanted a light example because I can't let y'all all all up in my shit. But, (laughs) But, like, that was a big deal. You know what I mean? And I see her try every day, and it's still not to the level that I would like, but I cannot downplay that this person has started to do more just because I, I showed grace but also communicated, you know, a need. Right. Okay. And um, so what, um, 
so what 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 things did you do to kind of train yourself to you know stand still and be patient with the with your spouse even though she has some like defects or whatever or she has some stuff that she had to work with what 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 motivates you to like man i really love this person i really want to be with her let me let me just be patient and work with her what made what got you to that point honestly it was it mostly has to do with her because any other relationship that i had taken seriously there was serious trauma you know uh behind those women i'm talking like was beaten and abused by dad mom's a prostitute and you know it's causing them to lash out in ways that I had to learn to admit to myself that I cannot emotionally handle. Right. Mm-hmm. And I could have showed grace to them, which I, you know, I attempted to, I could have showed a grace to them, but it ultimately would have brought me down more than it brought me up. So this girl was already on her way up. She, um, I think it was just right place, right time. Because it was not something that I was particularly looking for. It's just something I realized, like, well, this is the most level-headed woman that I, you know, had ever met. And I realized how hard these things were for her. But, you know, if it's just cleaning, I can deal with cleaning. Like, I, it, she got her head on straight, and she has big plans for the future. And she showed me that she can overcome herself, which gave me faith that she can do that. Um, and almost all instances it's still hard right to wait on it when different problems come up but uh i have to choose to give her the chance she deserves it all right man appreciate that appreciate that um so to close that out um what um so so if y'all was giving advice to another man or a group of men uh what motive what advice or motivation or positivity would you give the next man that's dealing with hard times and hell. <clears throat> and what 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 would you do to instill joy in that next man? I'm gonna say, you know what? The one of us said, fellas, don't let your girlfriend stop you from finding your wife. And uh, no, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> what I want to say, and don't let your wife stop you from your true love. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> nah, what I was gonna say for sure, and you know what, I definitely speak. Oh shit! Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He said, "Hey, there, we just gonna have to ask you to go ahead and log off for me. <laughs> go ahead and give your headphones to Clint." All right, all right. Just no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Make sure everything's good. I just uh, messing with the volume so people get there. You can hear the other person because it had a lot of echo and stuff. Uh, go ahead, Hector. My bad. Go ahead. No, nah, just de- definitely, um, man. Just know that we only get one life. That's it. Um, one time around. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Bro, it's, <sighs> All right. Sorry about that, listeners. We have the dog issue and stuff, but uh, we're, we're working, we're working hold through on, it. Hold on. It's because Clint don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You should have that waiting music. <laughs> so, yeah, we have having technical difficulties and we're dealing with this dog situation. I, I said I should have did this at my house, but it is what it is. So we gonna y'all gonna get, listeners, y'all gonna get this raw and uncut. Y'all gonna hear everything. 
So Hector, do you have anything positive or motivation to give to the next man? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just to carry on what I was gonna say is that we only get one life. We only get one shot at this at this silly at this journey that we call life. And just know that at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is your own personal happiness. And the reason why I say that is because of you know, we all go through our own stuff. We all go through life. Life is a journey. We all have our ups and downs. I was uh Married once before, divorce, you know, that was a, it was something very hard to, to do at first, but it was so, so easy when I finally decided to like, you know what, I'm gonna choose my personal happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, and another marriage, didn't think something was gonna happen and happened fairly quick after the other one as well. And I was so freaking, it's been an adventure. And um, it's gotten to a point that now we're together. Because we want to be together, you know what I'm saying, like, and we've we and, the, and I guess the, the 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 thing that made us realize is that we can easily just not be together, and that makes us want to work at it more together. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, man. That makes sense. That's the what my wife used to say. Um, you got to be willing and able to make it work. Yeah, you got to be willing to to be to if you actually want to be with this person you gotta be willing to do the work and you gotta be able to do the work as well not just willing because you just can't get be everybody can be with somebody everybody can do anything you know they want they can be in a relationship they can be in marriage but once you're in the marriage are you able to maintain that marriage or maintain that relationship and actually care about that person and actually be with that person but most people don't are not able to do it, but they're willing to do it. Anybody, everybody's willing to get in a relationship, but not everybody's not willing to. Everybody's not able to do the work, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it's just kind of crazy, man. It's just kind of crazy. Uh, Everyone's willing to jump into it. Is staying into it is is what's really tough, right? Like staying into it. You know what I realized um, when I found myself at my highest point, being in the fitness. Planning out my future or whichever. What I uh, really found was that being single is easy. Like, I'm easily happy. If I was single again today, I know I would not be a sad person. Like, it's, it, caring about yourself is actually easy. I realize that I don't need a lot. I don't even need a whole bunch. Like, and to only to have yourself figured out is easy. But when you get into a relationship, now you got to figure not just that other person now, but how y'all are together. That's tough. Let's talk about man. Let's talk about some Josh. Let's talk about your questions, Josh, about the red pill effect. You said, "Is it? Is it the red pill? Is the red pill effect actually helped you for men?" You want to expand on it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, should we talk about what the red pill is first? Do you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go ahead and talk about it. Okay, so what the red pill is? It's a metaphor. Um, for you know the pills that Morpheus offered uh, Neo in the Matrix, so essentially the blue pill he could keep living in this simulated reality, right, and just kind of you know live a life that isn't real, or you know he could take the red pill and face the hard truths and combat what is um, essential to life. So essentially, the red pill, um, internet-wise, is for men to see women nature right um to acknowledge and accept what woman nature like actually is right so i think it's 
It was supposed to be a healthy space where men were just supposed to help each other understand women. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's become something so much more why I feel like I see a lot of bitter men online that just kind of want to degrade women to, I don't know, make up for how they were treated in the past or, you know, um, success made them feel like, you know, like Mike Jones said, like back then you didn't want me. Right. Now I'm hot y'all on me so I can do you however, you know. Like, right, right. Is what I see now. And uh, I think the basis of it is actually healthy. Like when you talk about being in relationships and how girls may act in relationships, they may, I don't know, trigger you or make you wonder if this person is even into me but and how to handle it, right? But now what it's become is how to handle wh- whores. Right, like how to deal with whores. They only focus on the loosest women and the high value men, and then they want to coach you to be a whore. Essentially, back when I first discovered it, which was the Black Phillips show by Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill was talking to everyday men about the nature of their woman, and he wasn't telling them just leave her. Just dog her out. She's this or this and this and that. Mm. He was offering real world advice saying like, yo, women are are like X, Y, Z. And, you know, it it might come from a place of love. You just don't understand it. And you should respond like this or move around. Mm -hmm. He was talking to the everyday man. But now the most uh, buzzworthy terms in the red, red pill space is high value man. That's all they talk about, which is. Not the majority of people that watch it. And then they don't even know how to use it properly because it's just talking about just the majority just income-wise, you know, financial-wise. Or it's a lot different than that, like Kevin Samuel says, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, absolutely. It's a requirement, but not a... Uh, and it's not even the requirement on top of that. It's a lot more that goes into it. I, I honestly question why we even talk about the high-value man. Why, why are you online talking... Um, about the high value man and what they go through dating wise um, to average people. Right. Right. Like, why is that the thing? Like, like how is it actually helping average people? So um, to move forward in what I believe, if it's helping men or not, I think right now it mostly is not. So Hector, do you, do you have anything about the, the is the space is the red pill space actually helpful for men? Do you think so? Um, my answer is going to be for sure and only because I feel like right now that's the only type of outlet in that sense of. And I don't. I want to be very careful when I say like showing men how to be better. No, because to Josh's point, I think when you make the distinction when it came when it went from being gentlemen how to treat a lady, how to be responsible and whatnot, to the extremist point that became, or what people call it now, red pill, you know, or that, like, I compare it to politics too. Like, bro, there's, there's things on all sides of, of both left and right and whatnot, but then when people want to make it quote-unquote red pill or blue pill, they, they go to the far extremes of the principles. No, there's definitely positive to learn from everything. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, a red pill point is to freaking... Um, Open the door for your lady, you know, be a gentleman, be respectful, be a, a provider, be this and that. But then you have, obviously, you have those people, like Josh said, to the point that they never got no play in, in, in growing up. They don't, they got bullied or whatever, and they get they, they get to a point that they get to a, a social status financially or this and that, that they're a little 
better off than their next man. Mm-hmm. And to a degree, they, they because when they were younger, they saw that the ones that are always got those type of girls were a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's how they, so, you know, there's definitely, it, like I said, we just need to distinct when it went from being a gentleman and like when fathers taught their sons how to be men or whatever to a degree, how to treat a lady to, to the point that, to the extreme. So, yeah, I say, it's just like with anything else, you got to pick the, the, the good, the right, the positive, do your research, and the, the bad, the negative, the false. No, you know. Okay. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, Hector. Um, I don't got anything about the red pill. I know they it's a group of men that just degrading women for no apparent reason because they feel like they need to have some type of power. And they feel like since I got this power now and I'm woke and I can say what I, you know, everybody had that, what, how you bet, free will yeah. to say or freedom of speech. So they feel like they have that, that power to like, oh, I'm going to degrade this woman and call her a B word and this and she a S word and a C word and all this other stuff under the sun. And it's like, why would you do that? What 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 satisfaction do you get from that degrading women to have that sense of power? Like, oh, I feel good for disrespecting you. They give views. That's the satisfaction. Uh, I, I used to watch early Kevin Samuels. And uh, Kevin Samuels, uh, a part of his early portions were for men. They were for men. But the crazy thing is, I guess, no one cares about uh, men becoming better men. Because when he was helping them, he didn't go viral. But when he told a woman about herself, while I think back in that day was genuinely trying to help her, uh, you know, it blew up. Whenever Fresh and Fit, they kick a girl off the podcast, you know, um, it's clipped. It goes viral, right? Mm. Like, it's it's almost like watching trash TV, right? Like, you kind of watch it because you want to see them just kind of get upset with, uh, you know, that type of woman and exert power, Yeah, right? Like, it, it's entertainment. Um, it's no longer for us, predominantly. It's entertainment. Okay. So, to flip the script... So what, what can we do to resolve it? What, what positive, what, if we have the power to change it, what, what things can we change to, you know, get rid of the red pill effect or to avoid it or whatever? What, 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 what certain way can we resolve it or uh, find a resolution to, to change that? If you want to fix red pill again, if we're talking about red pill community, red pill people, yeah, so yeah, make sure this is a this is a positive. Like, what can you do to fix it? Type of thing, just to make uh, sure this and this. Yeah, we ain't bad. You uh, first was bashing, but we're not. Bashing. I was gonna say, fellas, get some pussy, bro. Honestly, like that goes a long way. That goes a long way for guys that ain't never. No, I'm talking some real shit for real. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because go ahead. you get a lot of those extremists, like I said, the incels that take it to disrespecting women, and it's like, bro, calm down, bro. The, the the at the end of the day, you got to reflect upon yourself and, and notice that you're not getting certain women, you're not getting girls. It's not because of because of you. It's either the way you look, the way you dress, the way you smell, the way you take care of yourself. If you don't have no ambitions, this and that. Just level up, bro. Become a better man, and 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 the women will come. And y'all need to get laid. Because that, that helps you, like, get so much confidence, bro. And you understand that at the end of the day, sex is awesome, sex is great. But sex can, and sometimes it's just sex. But then it's not only is it needed, but you, you go from hating women to understanding that that it's a part of life. I don't know. You understand what I'm trying to say, Josh? I, I get what you're trying to say. Um, you know, something about, you know, being a, being a dude is like you like to be straightforward like that. But it's it's just not that easy. 
uh, all these dudes in the comments slandering those women, um, <laughs> they want pussy. <laughs> like they want it. I, I'm sure they wish that they could have it. And uh, I, I think I, I like watched a documentary yesterday about like the Gen Z and Gen Alpha, and essentially how like they're having less sex than uh, like way less sex than every generation before them. And uh, you know, it's not just as open anymore. And and you know, the documentary that I watched, they think it's because everyone is behind the screen. Oh, I was just about to say it has to do with social media. It has to do with that interaction is not there anymore mm-hmm. as much. And and it's intimidating because girls get a lot of um, attention if you validation. Y- attention. Y'all remember like high school popularity, like what that looked like, right? So social media makes the whole world high school. Is how I feel like. Damn. It, it makes the whole world right. like high school yeah. and like um yeah. to bring our guests in the room into it like there's a girl that we uh you know we saw that worked at the bar to where you know you saw her in real life you're like oh you know she's cool and if you had to rate her physically you'd be like man she's cool but she a cool like six <laughs> he showed me her instagram and I was like, that's a fucking dime. Like, is that her? Like, <laughs> like, right. You know, what is that? But, like, I don't think the same goes for guys. Like, we don't, you know, the women really dominate that space, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a healthy outlet for them neither. And it, it it's teaching them to be hateful now is what it is and spiteful. And y'all correct me if, you know, I'm wrong. But when I go, like... I hate to sound this shallow, but, you know, I think it's nature. But when I go too long with, like, a little something, something, like, I kind of lash out a little bit. Like, I get a little weird. Like, I get a little aggressive. I might be angry out of nowhere or whatever. So I can only imagine what they feel like because, you know, as a whole, they're having way less sex than us. So I can only imagine the frustration. Right. So, Yeah. Now, so what... Uh to flip that script, what uh, what, what, what can we do to change it in the positive direction? Yeah, in the positive direction, like not change it. We don't have that power to change it, but if you did have that power to like fix the red pill man effect, and you know bring back the gentleman uh, aspect of it, what would we do? What would we do? Like how how can we teach the people? How can we teach the man on the podcast or anybody in general or teach them how to Bring that gentleman, uh, that gentleman uh, aspect of, of you know, just being a good man instead of being the red, the red pill man and being disrespectful and ugly and shit like that. How can we change that? I I think we need to learn to identify and overlook the entertainment value of the uh, how the men treat the women on these shows. And um, honestly, we need to look past the, the type of women that they bring on these shows. Okay. Um, they bring a new set of OnlyFans girls on all of these things, and that's who they talk to. How many OnlyFans girls in real life do y'all really know? I know y'all might know a few, but you don't know three episodes worth, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Do y'all? Do I don't know. Our guest picker seems to be subscribed to at least four of them. <laughs> wow. Um, that's crazy. I mean, I guess over there. No, but you know them. <laughs> we <laughs> see, yeah, yeah you right. see, yeah, you see him on social media. You see him on. Uh, you don't Instagram. know him in real life, yeah. Well, yeah, you don't know him in real life. Yeah, I get what you're saying. 
Right. When you're going out dating, like you, you probably didn't run into the majority of them. It's honestly a majority of women trying to bumble around and figure things out too. Yeah. Right. Right. So let's go let's go ahead and move away from the red pill effect and move on to the next subject and stuff. So Josh, in your in your tip in your uh topics, you were saying that what are modern what are modern day relationship roles in today's society? So you wanna expand on that? Like I will. Um, I feel like the way that the economy is now that modern day relationship roles uh, are actually confusing for all of us, because I think in in this room, we've probably witnessed some type of where the man takes care um, of the woman. Mm -hmm. And I think that's increasingly uh, harder to find at this point. And now that that's not the same, I think a lot of what relationship strife is or dating strife is. Mm -hmm is women still feeling like they deserve that and men wanting to do that, but both parties beating themselves up because it's not that way anymore. Well, this is the thing too. You really have to go way back because it, um, it's way different back then. I honestly think like the economy affects it too. The, the cost of living is not the same as it was then. You know what I mean? The, um, you see millennials nowadays can't even afford houses, can't even buy this and that. So like, like it all plays a factor. I think inflation inflate. Yes. But when we're dating and when you sit down and you talk to that woman, that does not come up. Yeah, you're right. It's like an invisible problem when you're dating, right? Like she's just wondering why things aren't the way they like, for instance, um, as an example, one thing, so to bring some more personal business out, like when my, my girl was pregnant, like I couldn't pay all her rent because I was paying bills too. Right. And something that she told me and she felt like she had to tell me and be honest about was that I had resentment that you weren't paying all my bills when I was, when I was pregnant. So my first reaction was to be angry because one, it was a surprise Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting, you know, licensed to do other things, what I'm doing now. Right. And she knew that when we went into it, but she still felt resentment. I think that she knew it was crazy that she felt resentment, but she still felt that way. It's because like, I think it's almost ingrained into us that it was supposed to be that way. We were just, we're just supposed to take care of it because if you talk to her about like, are things supposed to be 50 50 she'll she'll hard up tell you well like women are more capable now we should be out earning and this and this and that but you still felt resentment that i didn't pay all your bills like at the moment like it's just natural to them i think because we can't care for them holistically it's making them angry at us and no one's really talking about that it's not the same but to give a positive side there there still is hope in the relationship. There still is hope in the 50-50 method. And there's me and my wife, we go 50-50 in what we do. And we talk about things. We plan things. We schedule things. We do everything as a team because relationships, it got to become a team. Relationship or marriage, it has to be a team. But I know it's not, I know it's not like that in the dating world, but if you find that person that, can give you that that understanding. Can give you that peace. Can give you that not uh, that peace of not having that resentment or whatever. 
because you got to pay all her bills and shit like that. There's still there's women out there like they'll go fifty fifty and they're like, hey, don't trip, babe. I got you. We we good. We got we're gonna take care of it. Even though we got a baby, or even though we're dealing with a hardship or whatever, we're gonna be we're gonna be all right. That's a team. But the women out there now, yeah, there's not there's not very good women out there that's gonna do that because they want a man to be a high high dollar man and pay all her bills and take care of my feelings and take care of my kids and take care of whatever I gotta. I'm dealing with you got to worry about my problems. Fuck your problems as a man. And that's not how it's supposed to be. But the positive I'm trying to put positive into what we're talking about is there's, there is possibility and there is, there's hope that men and women or men and women can work together in a relationship and marriage and have a long lasting relationship and marriage to do whatever they need to do. But if you can't find that person and if that person you're dealing with in your relationship or marriage is not the one for you and is toxic and not giving you peace or not, not, you know, pulling a weight or working, not, not working as a team to build something together instead of just building their tower and not building your tower or building the tower together, then you need to walk away and leave that person. If you feel that, if you feel it's right, but if not, and you feel like that person's right for you, you feel like you need to work it, then work, work. Like I said, you need to be willing and able to, to work it. Let me ask you something. We know we need things to be 50, 50 now. Right. And we do appreciate a girl that, you know, starts to work, but if you had it your way, would you be in 50, 50 if you didn't have to? Only. For the only for the woman that's worth it. That's, that's right. That's it. That's it. Simple as that. So that means that you would want to take care of everything, right? No. That means I do not mind taking care of everything if she's worth it. You know, one hundred percent. But if she, yeah, if she's worth it, and you know, if she wants you to do that, or if you willing, if if she, you got a girl that said. You know, you don't have to do pay all my. You don't have to pay all the bills. I'll pay like the light bill or the water bill or whatever. You know, didn't work that plan. But if you free willingly want to just pay all the bills because you want to feel like a true man, then do that. But that that that's what I'm asking. Actually, would you rather be in a fifty fifty, or would do you actually deeply wish to? Only be in a 50-50 where you have to and I'd be 50-50. You'd rather be 50-50 the whole time. Yeah. That's I, it makes it makes everything easier. I do not. not I do me not. Either, I don't yeah. I don't I don't want that. I don't want that and I don't like that. Like deep down I want to take care of everything. I saw my grandpa hold it down like that. And honestly, like you know, it's a running joke and the red pill is like uh, you know, they can't even decide, you know, what they want to eat. You know, how could you trust them with other things? Well, the thing is, is like, yeah, they do have problems choosing what to eat. I'd rather be the one to make that easier for you. Like, in this sense, I want to be, be be the full provider. Yeah, like, I want to come in and... Yeah, you can you still know, you can still be the full provider and still be the full man that you want to be. But you, you can still have a 50-50 relationship where y'all can not go y'all can go half on most things to make y'all life easier. Y'all can still have y'all y'all say y'all still individual accounts, bank accounts. Y'all can still have, you know, y'all separate lives. Y'all can still do whatever y'all what you're doing 
When yep. you were single, you can still do that in a relationship. You can still do that in a marriage. I, I'm doing that right now. My wife got me over here doing the podcast. And I, I'm free at free will because I respect her. I respect her privilege, and she she respects my privilege because we're working as a team. Question for you, Alan. What's up? Like you said, you're able to do this. I mean, first and foremost, I agree with everything that you said 100% right there with you. Mm-hmm. If I if I didn't know any better, does would you say that did it get to a point that you and your current wife almost got to a point that y'all weren't gonna be together? Did it get to that point that it got so bad that you're like, you know what? And then now y'all are here or no? No, it did. It did. We had we had our battles and stuff at the beginning because you know the stuff she was doing was kind of annoying me, and mm-hmm. the stuff I was doing was annoying. But it's the it's the typical. It's the typical relationship and marriage problems. Like, at, like we we was I, I would uh, I stopped talking to her for when before we start when we actually start uh, talking to each other, and then she started tripping out about something. And I was like, oh no, nah, that's a this is a red flag because I was thinking about my past relationship, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this is stupid. And you know, and I had something. I had like a good, true, true feeling about her, and I was like, man, this is stupid. She was just trying to see something about me or she was asking something about me and I felt that it was like too personal because like I, you just knowing me I'm just knowing you like we, we moving too fast but I, I came back around and apologized and I was like hey I'm sorry for treating you like that and blah 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 but yeah yeah we do we did have our problems we did have our you know we had moments where like we was I was talking about the divorce or she was talking about divorce but I was like nah that like whatever we t- we arguing about or screaming about or cussing each other out. It was like, once we thought about it, we was like, this is stupid. Uh, why are we, why are we fighting about something so simple that turned, we turned into something so big. And, you know, once we found that maturity and actually examine our issues and our problems and sat down and talk about them and, and, and actually be mature and, and not be like, Oh no, nah, blah, 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 blah. No, we, we actually sat down and exam, exam, with a, examine. Yeah. Examine. And actually like, Hey man, that was stupid. We, she's, we, 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 we're going back and forth. Cause I left the toilet seat up and I was like, why are we, why are we down there going through our, why are we down there going the divorce? Too. Yeah. The, the divorce or going through, uh, uh, letting a fight get to that point. Yeah, or basically going for the uh, toilet seat and shit. Yeah, or basically going to uh, you know, we going for each other's throats. Yeah, about something so simple, but it, we we basically we found we found a way to work things out. And, and that right there, man. And, and so the reason why I asked is because what you said before that how you said like you know I'm out here right now doing this podcast. We got to the point. It kind of reminds me of myself too as well. Like me and my current girl, Josh. He's uh, he's a witness to. You know, we've gone through our things. We've definitely gone through our, our uh, like, it got to a point, bro, that it was either, uh, we, we either find a way to make this work, because I have certain boundaries, I have certain things, you have certain boundaries, you have certain things that you want me to respect as well, or we don't got to be together. You know what I'm saying? It really got, it got to that, it got, it got to the point that, that we both realized we can choose our own happiness, and it got to a point like, well, you know what, I am happy with you. You know what I'm saying? And, and the shit that you don't like that I do, whatever, that's getting you to the point that you want to leave me. Uh, fix that the stuff that they that I didn't like about you that I wanted to leave you and be done. You changed that around because it got to that point that make it or break it. Like, hey, we're, we're either gonna be done or come out of it. And to your point, 
Yeah, that's what I'm able to do uh, this podcast right now. That's what I'm able to go out with my friends when I want. That's why she's able to do what she wants. Like you know, obviously within within respectful boundaries. And stuff yeah, like yeah, that. y'all respect each other for sure. And uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like it got to that point, you know. And that that's I guess that's where I want, want, want to said earlier. As far as like yeah, things your situation right now don't have to be the same. I'm gonna turn the AC on real quick because it's hot. I mean, to touch on your situation, I don't think the toilet seat was actually little. So uh, to give an example. Uh, my girl bought like this new scrubbing uh, brush to clean different things that I don't think we really need. Right. Mm-hmm. I can get a towel and clean the tub. I don't need an electric brush to go in there and clean the tub. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had a fight because she rolled her eyes at me when asking about this thing. We just got our floors done. So, of course, I'm the one who had to pick up and move everything. Right. Before the floor people came. Right. So her scrubbing automatic scrubbing bush was missing and it was in the garage which is full of her old house items like my garage you you can't even walk like three feet in my garage it's full of her old house right so what happened was i was like babe i promise i'm gonna go get this thing for you i'm gonna go find it and then she rolled her eyes on me and i like i was like yo do not do that shit like it's disrespectful like i don't do that to you so she walked out of the room right And she came back and she apologized. And when she told me, she was like, I'm really sorry I did that. She was like, you're right. You don't do that to me. But the thing is, is I have resentment that I hadn't expressed because you told me that you were going to find X, Y, Z in the garage before. And we still don't have it. It wasn't a priority to you. Right. So she wanted she wanted you to get it like instantly. Not instantly, but she's told me different things that she's wanted before that, honestly, I'm, in my opinion, I probably didn't think it was necessary, and I didn't go get them for her. But that was important to her, right? And right. Just, just because it was not important to me, I, I didn't treat it serious, serious enough, and I had to give her grace and say, well, this is actually serious to you. It's a little thing. If I just got to go in a garage and dig through some stuff... And get you this thing. Like, why show an attitude about it just because I don't think it's important? Same thing with you in the toilet seat. You thought the toilet seat was something little. Like, girl, you can just put it down yourself. But she probably, Alan told you like a hundred times before, put mm-hmm. the freaking toilet seat down and you, you know, you never have. <laughs> right, right, right. I got you. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, yeah, man. So, um, just basically, um, there was the, I don't know. Uh, okay, we ready to talk about the positivity and stuff like that too. I'm just trying to keep track of everything. Um, but we just move, we'll move forward and stuff oh, yeah, like. Yeah, we did. You said the positive thing you went to a man or whatever. Yeah. So basically, that knowing that whatever was what what's going on in today's modern day, whatever in the relationship roles, what 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 things you think that should be. What what resolutions that you can give to the next man when it comes to, you know, the modern day roles? Like if, you know, they don't want to pay 50-50 or they do want to pay 50-50 or they want to, you know, like what what positivity can you give to the to the man to fix that modern day role as, instead of being one-sided? How, how can it be a team aspect in a relationship or marriage? Evaluate your emotional threshold. And communicate that. And that way you give that person a fair chance. 
I think a lot of strife of what happened with guys is that we try to either just quickly solve the problem or bypass the problem. When my girl, in that example I just told you, had to remind me of all the things that she told me about and the commonality that I put together between those things was you give a shit about them and I don't, right? But that was like a love language for her. Like, just go grab it. You're strong enough to move the boxes. Just go get it for me, please. I'm telling you that I need this and I want this and it will make me happy. So what you what you do to fix that situation? To... What was the resolution? To evaluate your emotional threshold and to communicate your needs. So if what she wants is too much and it breaches your threshold, like for instance, uh, I mentioned my exes and her mom being a prostitute, right? Uh, when she would cry to me about like the way that her mom would slander her and how the men would treat her when they came in the house, like I had to be honest with myself and say i cannot deal with this like i am not equipped to deal with this and i'm pushing this relationship long, uh, along and it's killing me mm. right it's killing like i love you but i i have to let you go with love right right instead of being a martyr and then communicate what i realize is that i will be quiet to avoid fights because i thought it was convenient but honestly it, it's just kicking a goddamn can down the road you need to say how you feel as soon as you're able to be calm enough to say it. So e evaluate your emotional threshold. Mm -hmm. How much can you handle? Don't lie to yourself. You're not a superhero. And communicate um, how you feel, whether it's big or little. Okay. Appreciate that, Josh. Hector, do you have anything positive? Like, do you have, like, anything positive or a positive message to give uh, about the modern-day relationship roles in today's society? Do you have anything to... Get to the next man in a positive matter. <laughs> he emphasized that in a positive matter, please. Uh, no, nah, definitely, man. Just uh, work on yourself, and what I mean by that, become become a man, become a next level man, become like level up, just in every sense of the the word. Go hit the gym, work on your mental health. Go aspire for. Security, financial security in life, you know, something that we really don't talk about, we don't think about is one day we're going to be 60, hopefully, you know, we, tomorrow's never guaranteed, but 60, 70, 80 years old, are we doing what we need to do right now to prepare financially for that? You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what I mean, gentlemen, just like become a better version of you in all aspects, financially, physically, mentally, spiritually, if you are spiritually, if not, uh, whatever, but just, just become a better, better man. And you'll inspire other men to be better. Damn. That's deep. Okay, Hector. That boy got you, boy. That's why you need an air horn, bro. Damn, my boy Hector, boy. <laughs> yeah, so appreciate that. So let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. Uh, it's a, I think there's another Josh one. Um, how do men overcome hard times and what support do they actually have? Hector or Josh, who who want to go first? I'm expanding expand that. What was the question one more time, Padres? <clears throat> How do men overcome hard times and what support do they actually have? All right. Oh, that's a two-part question. So the first one is how to get through hard times. You know, honestly, like I said, it just goes back to once you realize that you only have one shot at this little game we call life. And just know that, like, through hard times, when I'm – 
dealing with such a hard time situation that I'm nervous, scared, I don't want to do whatever. I just the, the thing that really mentally gets me over is just knowing that, hey, Monday still has to come. Next week still has to happen. Next month still, like, no matter what happens about this interview, no matter what happens about this financial stress thing that I'm going through right now, no matter what happens with the hard time, like, at the end of the day, the world goes on. You know what I'm saying? Like, tomorrow, right. like, another day is going to come. So this mo- this too shall pass, essentially. Right, right. You know, this moment is going to pass. Just You know what? I, I somebody else to say, there's a quote that says, if you're going through hell, keep, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Keep if going. You're, keep going. Yeah. If you're going through hell, keep going. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Appreciate it. so listeners and remember that if you're going through hell, keep going. And what about you, Josh? What? Why would you stop? It's hell. Uh, <laughs> I, but I I agree honestly. Like I I actually I have the same thing to say, but from a different perspective. Okay. Is when you're in some shit. Sometimes it feel like you can't even see the future. Like, you can't see anything other than the really bad shit that you're going through. Right. You you gotta, you gotta have to keep going. The little steps matter because they will change your future, and they help you check yourself. Okay. They help you check yourself. So just keep going. Don't stop striving. You can slow down. Slow down. And you get Life punches you in the face. You can slow down. You can be down for the count, but don't be down. Until 10, right? Mm-hmm. Get up and, you know, just keep going. It isn't forever. You have to disassociate and look at the bigger picture. Honestly, Hector helped me do that today. Hell yeah. Appreciate that, Hector. Oh, appreciate appreciate y'all. <laughs> so, uh, what about the other question? What support do do men actually have? Or, or do Because I, I feel like that first question, we we expand on that, on, that, on the banger question earlier, early on in the episode. But uh, on the second part of the episode, and on the second part of that topic, what support do you? What support do men actually have in today's society? Ooh, what support do men actually have in today's society? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Go go. go. Uh, it's each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that won't that won't judge you, right? Um, like. What do you, you talk about women? You talk about men? No, it's talk other men. Boss. Like we have, we have, we have to talk about what we're going through. Okay, okay. And sometimes our ego does not because, you know, like what I told you about. Um, I'm a touch back on the girl whose mom was a prostitute. Like I could tell one guy, he'd be like, "Well, bro, I would have never done that in the first place." As soon as you find that out, like <laughs> you know, check out, and that makes you not want to talk to them, right? <laughs> right. You don't want to fuck with them, but like. When I know I have bros to like be vulnerable to and to give me honest opinions, mm-hmm. they can give me their opinions, but it won't make me feel like shit. Like I need that. Like I feel, I feel sorry for anyone that, that don't have friends. Like honestly, I feel really bad. So I, you men need to talk to each other. Hector says it all the time when we all talk about our problems. He's like, in a weird way, we are all in the same relationship. And I wouldn't have known that had I not talked to y'all about it. I would have felt like I was just going through this independent thing. And, uh, you know, woe is me. This is my luck. But then when I figure out we all going through it, Mm -hmm. you know, it gives me hope. You know, Hector telling me what he had to go through with his wife. And they're in a great place right now. It gives me hope. It lets me know, like, I shouldn't be so quick to want to eject. Right. Yeah. But it takes work. 
It does take that's work. The thing it takes, but and it takes work on both parties. Yeah, you, and you also gotta be willing and able to to make to to make it happen. To I, I put it like this: like with my current wife, I love her to death. We got to the point that we're in a good place. With my ex-wife, one of the two, it could have been another alternate reality where me and her would have still been together. But it's not because it takes two to tangle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, what uh, what uh, support do they actually have for men in the men's society on my part? Um, I believe men, men have support. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, men have support in in all in all ranges of life. They have uh, centers. They have their male uh, friends. Um, they have uh, outlets and stuff like gyms or you know video games or they go to clubs or whatever. Like not not the actual club, but like clubs like shooting ranges or whatever. To some some that 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 passes them that has something that has like. A hobby of them, what's what's the word? Uh, like a like a hobby or a passion that they love to do, and it it kind of it, it kind of that's kind of a way for men to have the that some type of support to to keep them to keep their character in, intact, if that makes sense. Yep. And because a lot of a lot of men don't have no support, because they give a lot of support to other things, but men. In a way, but at the same time, um, men that have, we have other men like myself and other men try to find ways to help other men uh, get through the daily lives of being a man in in an, in our everyday society. But some men, you know, they kind of just brush it off like, "Oh, that's bullshit. Don't you know? I don't need help, or I don't need that. Um, egotistical, or uh, that's that's just bullshit. Like that. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? And it's like." There's there's a reason why men there's a reason why men are the ones that are actually trying to reach out to other men and help them to prevent suicide to prevent uh, depression to the Brent to the the pen the the pen <laughs> uh, prevent um, just other things that other men are not like talking about or not doing because there are other men not reaching out or whatever because it just it doesn't. I don't know what's the word. It doesn't uh, align with them in 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 some aspect of of their life because they feel like that's not for them, it, and then and and it it kind of fucks them up. But at at the same time, for men in today's society right now, there there is support out there, but we just gotta look for it if we want it. Uh, I feel like that we have a big ego because. Um the simple example that I, I can say is that when we were kids as men, you're told not to cry, right? You're told to just get up and, you know, do it. But how far does that go? Like, sometimes I feel like a lot of us think it's weird. I think the way we see relationships right now is that we have to be like somewhat martyrs for our women, mm-hmm. but we don't have to suffer, like, we don't have to suffer, but we don't like to tell each other about everything. Like, honestly, until we hit our 30s, I'm going to bring up another friend that we have. Uh, there's another person in our friend group that Hector talks to that, you know, doesn't like to talk to him because, you know, he- like Hector comes up with the, you know, 
uh, customary machismo of like you're being <laughs> a bitch, just get over it. But the last time they talked, like Hector came from a place of understanding. And to use me as an example, I used to be afraid to like, like when I was out there, I was out there for everything. Mm -hmm. But if you would have asked me, well, like, did you do her too? I, I would have been like, mm -mm, like, <laughs> like mm -mm. even today I told Hector about someone we mutually know. We're like, oh yeah, I did that. And I should have just been able to say that without feeling shame. Cause Hector was like. He might have joked, but he wasn't going to judge me. But he's like, for little stuff. We <laughs> but don't, boy, I would have bunch your ass. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh. But we don't like to actually really talk right, to yeah. each other about, like, what we really going through. Right. Like, I don't think, like, if we weren't on mic, I would tell you more about my girl. But only because I don't think you would just judge her to take my side. You would give me something that was real at this point. Right. But give it, like, fit. 15 years ago, like, it would have been a generic, like, leave that bitch because of blah, 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 or whatever, like, and it's like, well, why did I even tell y'all that? Because I wanted to figure out how to get over it, not here, like, y'all chanting, like, just leave it, like, just quit the game, right? Like, right. So I think we have a hard time actually really communicating with each other. I think men have a hard time really saying what's what. Yeah, we're kind of we kind of hard headed, you know. Yeah, you know, let's say I hear some old folks saying that uh, hard head make a soft ass, mm -hmm. and then that that's kind of the man's uh, uh, perspective of it. The man who don't want to who don't who don't want to change, or the man not looking for some type of some type of help to to change or get some advice from another man to to make that change in their relationship or in their in their daily lives, because you know they know. We we go through hard times as men, and basically they they don't they don't you know yeah our, our ego blocks the way to to have that positive outlook of life as you know as we live it uh, you know as we walk this earth as as, as men, and it's kind of hard for, it's kind of hard for that to 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 do that as a man because all the bullshit that we deal with. On a daily basis, all the shit that we be hearing, all the shit that we be seeing, and we feel like we don't have no help, or we feel like we don't have nobody on our side, but there is people in our corner. There's our family. There's our spouse. If you find the right one, um, there's your your well being, your your mindset of how you look at things. You know, your and if you train yourself and you work on yourself to find that positivity. That like yeah it it is it does suck it it sucks, but it you know I'm not dead I'm not I'm not in jail I'm not this I'm not that that you know I'm gonna work on myself man let me and you know you make a plan and execute that plan and you find a way like man my life I don't like my life right now as a man let me go do this and you just do one thing at a time you. Like okay, let me go to the gym because I'm I'm fat. Like or I I want to get stronger. So you go to the gym. How many? How, and you go to the gym one day. Like oh, I like how that feel. What can I? You know. Okay, let me go a second time. And you you start a routine. You say oh. <laughs> you 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 start and you basically like oh I can go, um three days a week and stuff like that. And then you start a routine. You master that routine. And then that's a that's a hobby that you can do. And you slowly start building your skills. You start building your the 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 stuff that you need to better yourself as a man or make that change as a man. 
And it's just little things like that. But a lot of men don't see it like that. They just, just, you know, they, they tried to do that and they failed a couple, they failed a couple of times and they just like, nah, fuck that man. I'm going to just be with this toxic person and, and work at Walmart and just say, fuck it, man, this is my life. And they, they do that for the rest of their life and they die. And that's not how it's supposed to be. There's better there's better on the other side. We just have to work for it and we have to go find it. And we have to actually, before we get all that good stuff, before we get the good spouse, before we get all the, the, all the good stuff that we deserve as human beings, we have to go through the, tri- the, the trials and tribulations before we can get there. So we have to go through the hard shit before we get there. It's kind of like a test. And once we get through that test and we can survive and do all the stuff that God and everything that God brings, all the challenges that God brings to us and we face it 10 toes down and overcome those challenges, then he'll bless our game for whatever we need in our life. And that's, that's the cool thing about it. So let me, let me, let me ask you, like, Honestly, whenever your kid kind of came in, bro, you had like fell off the the earth and, you know, we would talk to you kind of, you know, sporadically. Right. 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 And in that time. Right. Um, I kind of figured that you didn't find help through your problems through validation from others or new friends because you would have just talked to us in the first place. True. You had to kind of go through your own journey. Right. Yeah. Y'all was kind of like my outlet. To like just y'all because I know y'all and y'all been in my life. So y'all, every time I call y'all, that was kind of like my peace because I didn't have no peace in my past relationships and shit or my past uh, relationship and whatever. I was just going through hell. So calling y'all or doing something that I like to do was kind of my peace to get away and I don't have to deal with the nonsense because I was unhappy. I was depressed. I didn't have no money. Uh, try to look for work, but I couldn't find work. It was a lot of shit that that played a factor in my life that got me to that point. But the positivity in that darkness was y'all, was y'all, you know, calling y'all and making sure uh, y'all y'all hear my voice, y'all give me some positive outside. Y'all like, hey, hurt, you know, hey, what's up, big big Al, man, you good? Oh yeah, man, we just laugh and talk about old shit in high school, and then and then that's it. And then I felt good in that moment. And then I started looking in a positive outlook like, damn, I needed that. I needed that. And then I was like, oh, damn, I got my son now. You know, let me start, you know, let me start getting better because it's, it's not all bad in a way. So uh, did you say anything, Hector? You you good? I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm okay. Good. Yeah. So I had asked you that because there was a point in time where uh, I pretty much had stopped talking to everybody. And it wasn't just, you know, it didn't really have anything to do with them, but I needed to focus on myself. I felt like on the other side of that, I had become, in some version, the best that I had seen myself. And it wasn't because I ditched my friends. It's because I had to sit alone enough times to come up with my own solution. Like, friends can consult you. Right. Right. They can help. Like they can, you know, let you know that they're going through the same thing. And that's all. That's all I need from y'all. Like, you know, you got my back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not. But when I ask for advice and I be biased, tell me why I'm wrong, too. 
But when I really had to improve, mm-hmm. like I had to avoid them because I love y'all. But you know, we, you know, we would smoke together. I ain't trying to smoke right now. I ain't trying to drink right now because you know it might be a night out for you. But then if I start, I have a hard time stopping. Right. And then it's gonna be the whole weekend, and then now I'm looking for <laughs> girls in the worst places. True. You know, and so I understand having to take that back because. Um, to develop a proper ego, you kind of have to break yours down first. Mm. Like, I think being a real man is accepting, you know, your faults. Right. And then building upon them, not just appearing great and heroic at all times. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, man. This is a good, con- this is a good conversation. Good episode. It was kind of funky, funky at the beginning, but shit happens. Um, so you were, we're basically at the end. Um, I have one more question for y'all, and then we're gonna finish it off with you know giving some positive and motivation to the, our, our listeners and our, our male listeners and just anybody. Well, just our listeners. We're just trying to get positive and insight and uplifting. But before that, my next my next thing to for y'all to think about is. <laughs> We uh, basically it's, it's 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 a quote I got. It said, "When are you going to realize you you are enough?" Do y'all feel like y'all enough into in in today's world? Hell I don't. Nah. <laughs> yeah, hell, hell nah. Nah. Y'all don't feel y'all don't feel like y'all enough. Nah. I guess in my sense is just because, man, maybe because I I have so so many high expectations for myself, so many high standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds stupid. No, I feel like that. I don't care. It's just, it's, you know, I got like this one dream that I want to do the most in the world, which is to become a film director. And what's stopping you? Myself. Literally. There's wow. no other excuse. I waste my time watching TV. I waste my time doing something else instead of hitting the gym. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I think I'll feel for, well, I don't know. What was the question? How, when are you going to know you're enough? Yeah, when 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 are you going to realize you're enough? I know, enough? you know, I say all this. I also don't have a kid. So maybe if I have a kid, my, my mind, my perception will change, you know, to a certain extent or whatever. But right. What are you going to say, Josh? I'm going to give a short answer. It's when you know you actually tried your hardest. When you know you actually did it. I think that's what it is, and and I beat myself up because I know I'm not even trying to an ex- to even two degrees of what I can actually do, and that's why I feel like no, that's so yeah. so. How can how can you make make that switch and make yourself feel like you're enough? How can how can you change that? I, I'm gonna hop in first because what he said is how he he uses like the stuff he watches to demonize himself. And to make himself sound lazy when in reality he's anything but I think how you really have to overcome that. And I've had a conversation with him about it before is you got to do a real deep dive as to why did you choose to watch something? Why are you avoiding this? Like, what is it? What is it? It's not laziness. You work hard at your job. When I hear laziness, I, I think laziness all the way around. Laziness just can't be sporadic you're not just lazy because if i asked you to come help me move out my house right now bro you would come in there like a fucking contractor yeah you're you're not lazy and and it's really hard to do but i've been accepting real truths about myself as well 
right. acknowledging that I've been uh, too scared to become the person that I, I think that I should be. Mm-hmm. But I don't present it that way, so it was confusing to me. But I had to accept realistically, like, I haven't gone as hard as I can in different areas because part of me feels like I might not deserve it or it's not real mm-hmm. or um, it's just untouchable. Ooh, Those right. are just excuses that I give myself in secret, not mm-hmm. to y'all, in secret. It's in my head. I don't explicitly say it in my head. I drown it out with different things to do, like Netflix or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I really sat back and thought back on why I avoided the things I know would make me more successful, it was for those reasons. I didn't believe it was for me. And when I get into that, now I know I need to get over that problem. Like, that's the real problem. Mm. Like, now I know I need to tackle that. What can I do to give myself confidence? And that's hard to admit because I don't want to sound like a like a bitch ever. That's that man-like programming. Like... <laughs> Like, no, you don't want to sound like this sound like some bitch shit to say, but it's like I had to admit it to myself. Like, nigga, that's what's holding you back. And if I got to overcome that to make me truly successful, then I had to finally make it to that truth. So find that real truth. Really evaluate that shit. Right. Okay. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Um, uh, I, well, I feel I realize y'all, 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 y'all two are enough. Y'all, y'all are enough of whatever y'all got going on. And whatever y'all doing in y'all life, y'all y'all are enough. Yeah, y'all are valued. Y'all all want you are wanted in your lives. And I want y'all to think that y'all not wanted or y'all not valued as a man. Because whatever y'all doing, y'all handling y'all business, y'all handling y'all responsibilities, and y'all doing what y'all need to do. And I appreciate y'all and I love y'all to the bottom of my heart. And whatever y'all whatever y'all got going on, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm gonna say y'all, y'all are wanted, y'all are valued, y'all are needed in this world. Real talk, Damn. real talk. Thank don't, you, don't, don't. Y'all, y'all went straight to the negative, and I was like, no, nah, man, that's bullshit. Yeah, you man, like you, you Hector, like Hector. We Hey, but that's that's where I'm at right now. No, like yo, that's that's just no, 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 no. But no, y'all gotta y'all gotta look it in the, into the positive, right, man. Right. You gotta look into the positive, man. Like Hector, you can get back into the gym, bro, and you can do what you need to do. You just gotta have that discipline. Hey, hold on, we ain't ever talk about nothing. No weight, no gym, no nothing. My boy, hey, you right? Nah. I, yeah, you right. No, I fully noted. No, 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 sure. no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Right. But yeah, we do, we do we do have the we do stop ourselves. We do procrastinate. Right. We're human. We're human, and. We just got to fight that urge to have that discipline to actually, like for myself, it was like I have the discipline to go to the gym three days a week after work, working 12 hours, just 16 hours, climbing towers and stuff in, in the plants, and then still going to the gym two, three hours and, and, and squat 600 pounds, deadlift yeah, 700. Just a slight flex. You, no, they ain't hey, no flex. brought up on the show before. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Check out episode two and three. They talk about it. <laughs> okay, no, but it's not no flex, man. But it, you know, I have that discipline because it's like something I want to do, not health wise, but it's like, let me see how strong can I get in powerlifting. Yeah. And the same thing with uh, my marriage, like, it's like, it's like, man, I, I, I actually want to be in the, like, this is my first time being married, and I was like, I want to make this right. I want to do the right things. My mom taught me how to be the man that I need to be. Don't be like these, mom. <laughs> In a weird way, my mom 
separates us from the Hondurian people, like the the Hondurian uh, black people and the actual black people. She said, "Y'all, y'all not like them. Y'all, y'all wait, y'all different." And I was like, "What does she mean? Y'all don't know because we're from Honduras or we're from a different country or what?" But she said. I don't want y'all to never be like that. I don't want you to sack your pants. I don't want you to be disrespectful and shit like that. I want you to be great men that 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 serves honor to our last name, no matter what we got going on. If we're like struggling or whatever, we she always wanna to be honorable men in everything that we do. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why she did that. So my people Caribbean. And and what you find out, what you find out, uh, what's different from the Caribbean, my Caribbean family and American uh, black folks, mm-hmm. which I am, is they have culture. Right. Their culture has values. It's not based on hardcore hip hop music. It's about building families and building wealth. Right. And that's that's a serious defining point. Right. Uh, not to we we're not gonna talk about this, but American black culture is is like all over the place right now. <laughs> you're right, you're right. But no. like African blacks, come Caribbean blacks, like blacks from other places, like they work hard for each other, like other races. Oh yeah, 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 man. That's that. That's the whole key of everything. Um. So yeah. So now we're at the guest finisher, so we can finish the episode. Do you have any? Positivity or motivation or any advice to give to a group of men, one man, or just the masses? What what, what advice or motivation can you give? Short and sweet. Learn how to become happy. What I mean by that is, man, honestly, like once you can honestly learn how to be happy and learn your, love yourself life gets so much better in all aspects because at the end of the day, what I've realized in life, yes, to your point, uh, to all those points, we have, for those that us who do have families, who do have our spouses, who do have uh, friends and all this, at the end of the day, like I, I realize in this world, like really, really, I, at the end of the day, I have me. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if everything goes to shit, I, like I, if I don't got me, it's over. And that just comes to like finding your true happiness with yourself. And until you can find your true happiness with yourself as a man, then you can bring happiness into others. Then you can step up and be X, Y, and Z. So definitely, man, just just know that you only got one shot in life and uh, try to become ha- uh, like find your happiness. And uh, yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that, Hector. Josh, do you have any positive outlook? Honestly, uh, to get to the masses. Yo, I I agree with that tenfold. Um, a lot of dudes in relationships, you know, we're, we like to problem solve. We like to be logical. So a lot of times what happens is there's a lot of guys who won't let go, even if they're doing being done wrong, right? Um, you know what I realized is my girl, my woman was is more attracted to me when I start to focus back on myself, and when I'm back in the gym, and it's not about my body, it's it's, it's just that you're 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 being disciplined in mm-hmm. something. Or when I like finally speak my mind and don't avoid the fight, like I, she treats me with a different respect every time. Yeah, and that that requires me being vulnerable. So I have to learn to accept myself and move forward as well because a lot of dudes don't accept themselves. Like we have a friend. Um, 
you know, who is bisexual or, you know, gay for a long time and they weren't happy and so they finally came out with that shit. Right? Like and the poor one. You know, like I like I wish I gave them the more space to be that way yeah, and, and not sure. like be weird about it just because I don't understand it. Like I wish I was more like in hindsight you understand that he's also human and going through a human right. experience in your life. So right. So what 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 positive message or advice would you give to the man the to the next man to move forward in life? Accept yourself, your true self, your true self. Don't think about what you tell your friends. Really focus on them deep thoughts that you don't tell anybody and correct those. It will make you happy. It will free you. You know, just to piggyback off of that one last time, but like when I kept saying, find your happiness, find your happiness. I guess what I was really trying to say is, yeah, like your happiness is gonna be choose yourself. Once you learn how to choose yourself, everything else will fall. Like will be better for everybody else. Alan, you told me actually when I asked you about uh, um, advice, you know, having a baby, mm-hmm. you said fill your cup first. Yeah, you got oh, for real. Alan said that. He said that he said fill your cup first. My, I, I, that's that's all. That's shout outs to my wife. She's the one that told me that because that's that's not just in marriage and relationship. Like that's in everyday life. Like how you, we got to focus on ourselves. You got to fill your cup up first. Because if your cup is not filled and you trying to help everybody else and your cup is still empty, you you can't really do that because mm-hmm. your your cup is is empty. And you gotta fill yourself up first before you can, get hit, get, before you can help the masses, and before you can help your your people or your kid, or your wife or just anybody. But if you don't fill yourself up first and you empty, you don't got nothing to give. Yep. You don't got nothing to give. So you gotta fill your cup up first, man. And the listeners, like that's a, that's some that's a number one priority. Fill your cup up first and believe in yourself and take care of yourself first. And everything that you do before you can help somebody else, and we're gonna leave it at that. So yeah, appreciate that, man. Appreciate Thank that. You, appreciate you. Yeah, man. So we're gonna close it out. I got some music here. Hopefully, it's gonna play. Uh, this damn phone. And let's see. Let's let's play it out. There you go. Okay. 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 I like it. I like it. So you gotta freestyle to one of these one day. Alan. Hell back no! To the, to I'm not. The no, I'm not freestyling with Alan. I don't know this about Alan, but he used to lay it down. No, hell with the no! Bars. Hell no! My bars was trash. <laughs> <laughs> my bars, even Clint's in my bars was trash. But one thing I will say, he did them, which is a lot. Hey, that a lot hey, of Josh, us don't do. You, know, you still doing beats? Yo, yeah, yo, yo. I am still doing beats. I am still doing music. Um, you can go find any of my stuff by uh, Debonair, but that's D B N A I R. Apple Music, iTunes, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, I still have stuff going. Um, some I realize in life, it's not my main purpose to be big in that sense, but I'll never stop making it. Okay, man. Appreciate it. So, so yeah. That's the end of the episode, y'all. I'm glad if well, if you made it this far, I appreciate you. I appreciate your ears. I appreciate your time for listening. Um, it's been great. It's been awesome. Uh, like I said, this is my two umbrace, my two broskies from high school all the way from middle school. And they're kind of like another another they was my friends, but now we're a family. 
and we're like brothers in arms for and sure. Shit. And I just thank y'all for taking this time, taking this time to be on the podcast, share y'all stories, get shit off your chest, because that's what that's what it's about. And yeah, man. So listeners, no matter what's going on in your life, take care of yourself, be yourself, and fill your cup up first, because you matter, and everything you do matters and it's going to turn into gold and you're going to do everything that you dream of and until then peace love and positivity and we out